0: Hey everyone, it's LaShonda from Labors of Love, and you are listening to the Labors of Love podcast. Y'all, listen, I got a dope episode today, and joining me are two of the other founding members of Kaleidoscope Investment Group. I have the president of Kaleidoscope, Ms. Lauren Elise Tudor, the investment chair of Kaleidoscope, Adrian Taylor, and y'all, me. I'm the vice president of Kaleidoscope Investment Group. So, we are going to have an amazing conversation today about what Kaleidoscope Investment Group is, its origin story, and to let y'all know that there are some dope people doing some dope things out here and uh, the importance of leveraging community uh, when doing anything, in this case, building generational wealth. So, good morning, ladies.
1: Good morning, Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, it's good so morning. good
0: to be with you all this morning. And so um, I would love if we just kind of started with some introduction. So I want to say that um, Ms. Tudor um, is a returned guest on the podcast. Now, what I don't remember is if you were Tudor when you mm. did the podcast or if you were Joan. So uh, I have no idea. we're going to allow you remember. to reintroduce yourself. <laughs> and then we will hear from Adrian, who is a first time guest on, uh, on the Labors of Love podcast so Lauren just tell us who you are and
1: yeah for sure for sure so my name is Lauren Elise Tudor I do not remember if I was still Jones but it's possible because it was only it was less than a year ago so maybe um, but I am the owner and founder of Architect Brand Design Collective which is a strategic marketing firm with a special focus on nonprofit profit fundraising um, all geared toward Uh, community engagement so it's been an honor to be a guest on your podcast before and really excited to come back and share um, something awesome with a group of women that we've been building for over two years now and that is Kaleidoscope Investment Group so glad you two are here to help share that origin story.
0: Yes, 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 me too. Adrian, tell us about yourself. Good morning, everyone. Adrian Taylor here. Um,
2: I am a newly minted um, nonprofit consultant with Skystone Partners. Um, I decided to dip my toe in those waters and have been loving it ever since. Um, when I am not working, I am playing the role of mother to two broke besties. Um, a lot of people hear me call them that, um, love them to death. And um I'm too, am happy to be here on this podcast with each of you ladies. When Lauren reached out and said, "Hey, let's you know put our money together and do some good in the community. I was just like, yeah. Like why wouldn't I want to be part of something and a part of this movement? So looking forward
0: to talking more about KIG. I love it. Before we uh, jump into that, tell us more about what you're dipping your toe in because I am unfamiliar with your new role and the 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 agency or the organization that you are with now.
2: Absolutely. So prior to joining Skystone Partners, I was in the fundraising sector as a fundraiser. I mean, I've done annual giving, major gifts, events, plan giving, corporate sponsorships, you name it. But I also got the opportunity to um, work on some, I guess, organizational work from like racial equity training, implementing policies. And it kind of took my mind in this direction of like, I would love to help other organizations, strengthen their fundraising practices, strengthen their organizational cultures. And I started having conversations with other consultants who are doing this. So Skystone partners, um, partners with nonprofit organizations to help them strengthen their um, fundraising plans, their development plans. um, We do some strategic planning um, with our clients. And um, I love just the variety of work. One day I could be doing a faculty and staff campaign for a higher ed institution. And next time I'm calling the fundraiser of a zoo to have a meeting about our our services that we offer. So.
0: Yeah, that's dope. I one I am a big fan of variety doing one thing over and over again would drive me crazy. So that's never been my thing. So uh, kudos to finding something that allows you to kind of stretch and wiggle. Um, but Mm -hmm. I think embedded in the theme of even what you're doing now with architect, which uh, Lauren is the founder and the work that I do is centering this thing that we don't do anything alone. Mm -hmm. And I have been more and more aware lately of how jacked up it is that we live in a culture that emphasizes Mm -hmm. um, hyper-individuality because it literally goes against everything that we are created and how our bodies function, all of that stuff. We were not meant to do anything alone. And it really came to me when um, a friend of my, a small friend group I have, and one of them is a new mother. And she was just talking about all of the challenges and joys of new motherhood. And the other friend and I, we're both mothers and, as she was talking about some things, we were doing a lot to like normalize and be like, oh yeah, mm, girl. Yeah. mm -hmm, mm -hmm." And then I was like, Mm -hmm. who, who mothering was never intended to be done alone. It literally was a communal activity rearing children from their basic needs to, to Mm -hmm. all the way up. And then all of a sudden we are wondering why things like postpartum anxiety, postpartum depression, and all of these things take place. Mm -hmm. Who up here trying to raise babies by themselves? Yeah, Like that, that's not how, how it was created to be done. And I think that's across the board for many things, including wealth attainment and things like that. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to kick it over to Lauren to get us started with the like origin origin because she, she, she was the, the, the spearhead that kind of got all this going. So tell us in those early, early times, the wee hours of the night, I don't know if it was wee hours of the night, but you know, the thing, right. What were some of those thought processes that led you to considering what would eventually become kaleidoscope investment group?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Happy to share. I love what you just said about um, it takes a village to to bring anything up. Um, that rugged individualism is weirdly inscribed on the DNA of the United States. It's just kind of something that we as citizens of this country um, unintentionally and uh, are conditioned to ascribe to. But when I was thinking about Kaleidoscope way before it had a name, it was just how can I figure out different ways to grow my personal assets, to learn behaviors of high net worth and, and opposite of high net worth individuals? Like, what are they doing to grow their wealth? And I was working in a space where I was kind of not and asking for more um opportunities to just learn by osmosis and just learn through experience and learn through learn through hands on training and so um I was dating a person who had a investment group of twenty five black men and they had been uh in existence for at that time i think four years, and they hadn't gone public they had done deals across the region they had been invited to these tables and brokering opportunities with these very powerful interesting black men in the city um and they were invited to just get that firsthand behind the scenes seat so when we were coming together in our personal relationship you know learning from him um that this could be done in different capacities where i was already at professionally is what kind of planted the seed for kaleidoscope so i was it was Maybe mid-spring 2020, and um, while I was uh, entertaining different opportunities to explore other professional opportunities, I sat down and thought about all the women that I know who are dope and great and have hearts for community, but are really whip smart and care about progress. And so I made a short list and I was like, look, I think I'm thinking about starting an investment group. I have no idea what it looks like. I don't even know all of the things that investment groups do. And so I had a few personal candid conversations with a handful of women and we just kind of started meeting after that like figuring out if, a couple things that this is something we wanted to pursue, if we could do it uh together and what we might want to focus our energies on. And so late 2020 winter I think it was we had a name and we had been meeting a few dozen times and we figured out that all right this is something we wanted to want to pursue and we started contributing actual cash to it um and that meant getting legitimate legitimatized it's a word today that's a word today uh that meant creating an operating agreement um finding and funding a bank account, um, putting a name together, filing an LLC through the state of Ohio, um, really legitimizing ourselves in both the eyes of the IRS, the Secretary of State, and each other. Uh, And so once we made those moves together, we kept contributing to the fund, and then we started to get really specific about what type of investment deals we wanted to pursue across the region. And now um, with us being nine strong, I'm proud that we are across four states, uh, Ohio, Illinois, Indiana, and soon to be North Carolina, um, as a growing entity of black women showing up as they naturally are without feeling the pressure to be somebody that they're not, contorting themselves in weird ways that don't fit um, and we are working in unison under a shared agenda so that we can figure out how to invest in our communities, concentrate intelligence, and accumulate assets along the way. And that's, in a nutshell, the story of how Kaleidoscope got started, why we exist, and where we're hoping to go.
0: I love it. So what I love about story and this is what I really love about working with relationships and family too is somebody be like and that's the story and somebody else be like okay but hold on cuz i got some additional <laughs> That that ain't exact, you know, so I love that it was like, bam, you know, and for the record, you know, I call Lauren Madame Prez like all the time, right? So when we're talking about Lauren, you know, even Jay is like, how's Madame Prez doing? And I'm like, oh, she good. So that's Madame Prez's story, uh, which is beautiful. And it's not inaccurate, but I now am going to call in Adrian because- Yeah, put some color on it. Go put some color You were on one it. of those initial- people that Lauren reached out to. And so tell us a little bit about your version of where you were and then what it was like to receive this invitation and then how you would describe um, Kaleidoscope in its early evolution from your perspective.
2: Absolutely. Um, So like you, totally love Lauren's story. Um, Agree with everything that she said. Um, At the time, well, let me back up just a little bit. So I do have a background in investments. There was a period of time in my life where I was a stockbroker for three and a half years. And honestly, it had been in the back of my mind for like years that I need to do something with this knowledge that I have sitting in the back of my head. Like, I need to do something with the fact that I know how the stock market works. And so when Lauren approached me um, with Kaleidoscope, I was just like, Yes, this this must be my time to really put the talents that I have forward with the collective group of other women, because I don't claim to know it all. Um, And in the spirit of transparency, I didn't want to do it by myself. I did not feel like trying to figure out, you know, if I'm picking the right, you know, investment strategy, because um, because it, it is a lot of work. You have to have that dedicated time and constantly be on it. So when she came to me and said, let's work together to learn together, to strategize together, put our money together, it was just like, "Think, yep, yep, yep I'm all for it, because that was the place that I was in my life. Um, I was thinking about my own generational wealth with my own kids. Um, so it was just um, very uh, coincidental that Lauren approached me about it. Um, In the beginning, I loved meeting all the women. Um, I think there might've been two people, um, Ashley, I believe, and Luna. Oh, and Desiree were the three other members that I knew, but I hadn't known the other women that were coming into this group. And I got excited about that. I was like, ooh, new friends, new uh, strategic partners, um, new just new exposure to different walks of life. And I loved that. And um, we just owned up to what we didn't know either. And I love that. I've always worked in a space where they were just like, if you don't understand something, if you don't know anything, own up to it. So we all came together and we're just like, hey, we know we want to do it. We don't know how we're going to do it, but we're going to figure this thing out. And then it, I loved how I morphed into using all the members' talents to help us figure out how we may need to structure this from the banking perspective, from just the brand, um, the brand designs. I just reflect back on all the different iterations that Lauren sent to us of like, do y'all like this? Do y'all like that? How does this look? And I mean, we were just like, no, we don't like the black background or yes, we like the, we don't like the color. We do like the color. So I just love how collaborative every little piece of this um, investment group is and we get to all take ownership and all of it
0: so yes and as I'm listening to you total total valid version of the story I'm like I'm over here like do y'all like so one I have to say I am a storyteller and I'm I'm gonna try to you know details I'm like but do you yes 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 um but I, I I think more so my personal version of this story is I was one the only person who was a founding member of kaleidoscope that Lauren did not know personally and and I think there's there are some some real nuggets in this in the sense that just be like I yes. I wasn't you know I I firmly believe what's for you is for you and it will find you or you will find it. Mm -hmm. And when I got approached, so Luna, Lauren knows Luna, they're doing this thing. Luna approaches me. You know, if you are an avid listener, Luna is, I think a three-time guest on here. Go back to season one. We had some really deep racial conversations on this podcast. And then more recently we did one on uh, joy joy. And so uh Luna approached me and I have to say that right as this was happening what was happening in my personal life was that one I looked up at some point I was doing a 9 month cohort on somatic abolitionism with Resma Momenicum. and this this thing hit me that I realized that I did not have a black village. Crazy but I didn't. And I've been navigating mostly or all white spaces since undergrad. And I have uh, an amazing support system, really good people in my life. But I looked up and realized that I lacked a black village, a village that uh, reflected echoed my identities and things. And so I set out and that was the intention, not I'm going to go find it, but I need this. I I put the call out. This is what I need. I need to be surrounded by people who would not only reflect my identities and my Blackness and my womanhood and my body type, all those things. But, and and to be clear, I wasn't looking for like-mindedness because I have a mind of my own. I was looking for places that I could be, where I could learn and develop and grow and contribute to the community. So that was just kind of this thing I put out there. And so when Luna approached me, um, about this, uh, black woman investment group, my first thought was they, uh, I think they think I got more money than I do. Like, <laughs> like they asked me, okay. Oh, wow. You know, so one marketing's working. Hey. And two, whoa, like, I don't know. Cause the behind the scenes, I, I don't know. And it was a real legit, like moment for me where it's like, what are people seeing? Like I, so I just went through this thing and I remember going to the first, very first meeting I had attended. I was in my car. I don't know where I was going or where I was coming back from, but I was in my car. And then it was just literally this kaleidoscope of beautiful women on this screen. Um, I don't know what I was expecting again. It was just like, Uh and then I got there and I'm like, oh they dope. They they cool. Like this it it was, it was so um, it was just they were just being. And it became clear that I wasn't gonna be this uninformed new person coming in who didn't know anything, feeling everybody is like, no, we're gonna, we're gonna learn as we grow. And that I was I was good. I, I was hooked in. Um, and so I think there's a few things. One, just be. People, people take note of how you be. Um, the challenge is when you try when you're being someone else or something else, you know, the actual genuineness that that people are looking for gets missed. So that was me as a shapeshifter at one point in life. At this point, I was being authentic and that felt really nice that even in my authenticity, there was there. But sometimes I think we believe that, you know, we have to already know a thing to do a thing. And that was one of the, I think my favorite parts of all of this was like are we going to learn together? Cause I I'm, I'm the person that's going to be real, real. I don't even know what that means. Adrian would be talking. I'd be like, I don't know what that word means. Can we just pause? And it's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No problem. <laughs> so, you know, it, it was really dope. I also am a very, you know, relationships mean a lot to me. And so as we went into this, I recognized that I was building, you know, money is intimate when you think money is intimate and You can have your people, but when you start putting, you know, relationships together and you start putting money in there, there's a level of intimacy and connection that takes place. And I think my overall favorite, I would say story um, about our initial getting together is um so we're meeting everything is good like we're in this together I'm loving it you know we um we have roles mm-hmm. or po- what do you call it not positions and roles but um leadership. yeah yeah. Leadership yeah. you know so yeah. um as we're going through Lauren is saying you know I would like to be the president as if we were gonna be like nah girl you, <laughs> okay. you know what I mean she, she's pitching it you know like what do y'all think we like dude. we here because you like yes <laughs> You can be
2: you can be president, okay?
0: (laughs) You know, and then we go through because you know we're founding members. We also recognize though that it's not just hap hat because we are setting a legacy of something that is going to live a very long time. Yes. So we're very strategic in everything that we do. And in the beginning, it's like, and it's like, oh yeah, I can be secretary, trust, you know, and everything. And so I was mm-hmm. like, you know, I could be vice president. And it felt good mm-hmm. when people were like, I was gonna say, and I was like, Bad, look at that. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we have all this together. We're meeting, um, we meet virtually, and then we get to a point where we meet in person. Yeah. And we start meeting in person. And it's something about being in the energy of each other. It is just, oh my God. So Lauren at the time was engaged. Yes. And early as in the formation of this, she said, You all are invited to the wedding, which is awesome, right? Keep in mind, I'm the only one who I only know one person, by the way, who is a part of this group. And really no one knows me. And it was such a nice you know, gesture and invitation but we me and jay we went to mexico we got our house fully done i'm like man i you know we ain't gonna be able to swing it it's fine but then we had this one in-person meeting where it was just like these my people like no no these my people for real like we didn't know we just crossed that threshold i came home like jay i gotta go to puerto rico (laughs) Like, I think we should go to Puerto Rico. You know, we got to go to Puerto Rico. And whatever it was, he was just looking at me. And I'm like, do you want to go? And he didn't respond. So the thing I know about my husband is lack of a no does not mean yes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. So it went, and I was like, "But well, here's the, I can just go and he like, you should go and and from there puerto rico is amazing y'all and it that was that was a pivotal thing to have the entire group yeah. as a matter of mm-hmm. fact the entire group including yeah. our, our ninth member
1: including our ninth even member. though yeah.
0: that person wasn't a member at the time yeah. like to all be in puerto rico celebrating love and union and then we did this dope extremely hot photo shoot um, with shoes that were very uncomfortable, at least on my oh, part, on cobblestone. cobblestone! You know, I had my slides, <laughs> but those kind of things bond you. And I think it's yes. important to tell the relational part of yeah. the story too. Not that it's you all true. weren't, but it's to true. tell the relational part of the story too, because it's not all just numbers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that I, at least at this point in my life, would feel super comfortable being in a group that was all numbers that didn't allow the elements of individuality and fun and connection. So that, that is an, and end. Mm-hmm. If we had the other five, founding members you would hear other iterations it would be a wild call. wild Uh, call you would hear all of these different ways but i think it's beautiful that we are different in so many ways and yet we fit together nicely i didn't watch this but voltron is what jay talks about all the time like you know these individuals i know lauren shaking her head so a cartoon you know jay you can pop on and tell us like it's these individual things that they come together to form voltron oh, okay. you know yeah you know it, okay it, it, we we had that generation but i just I, I i didn't watch that cartoon but we do some dope things so mm-hmm. lauren adrian let's talk a little bit about um how each person brings something unique in order to make this thing run and how would you describe that
1: yeah yeah there was some strategy uh at least early on um and and I would say that that the strategy has persisted especially with acquiring mm-hmm. our new member um there was some strategy early on about who had the skill sets that would at least lend themselves to a group like this because We were starting from scratch because we were starting from a place of just complete ignorance. Mm -hmm. Um, And the only thing that we knew was we didn't want to do it by ourselves. And I knew that for sure as well, too. So Adrienne was an easy first call because I knew about her investment background. We had worked together in um, different employment conditions previously. And so she was easily a first call. And then my sister, Ashley, uh, was another easy first call because she is everything I'm not. Uh, she is, <laughs> from a professional point of view, she has all the the the, the focus in, on details mm-hmm. and yeah. um, consistency <clears throat> and putting together processes that people can subscribe to. And so it was great for her uh, to keep in, for me to keep her in mind because I always kind of wanted to start a business with my family and I didn't know what that would look like and this is serving that purpose and then all of the other women were also easily picks because I knew they had big hearts for people and I knew where they sat because we had been in the same trenches together coming up through our careers so Desiree was an easy call Danielle was an easy call Luna was a new friend but we were doing a lot of heavy work together um Oh God, I don't want to forget anybody. Amber was an easy call because she's a teacher. Um, and she cares about the little ones. And like I knew I knew her spirit, and she's a getter dunner as well. Um, gosh, Adrian, who am I forgetting? I think that's everybody.
0: Yeah. And just I mean, so we got a teacher. And yeah. We have Danielle. Entrepreneur. I we have someone like, with a marketing background. Yes. Um, we have the nonprofit directorship sector with mm-hmm. um you know I'm a therapist uh Luna's Luna no <laughs> Luna does everything you know what I mean she's a comedian all traits, she's, right? yeah she 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 has all that and so yeah it is it is a, a true kaleidoscope yeah. of like background And then I
1: want to shout out our newest member, Janine, as well, because um, her background is incredibly unique and completely different from all of us. She doesn't come from a nonprofit capacity. She comes from a business side um, and she's already, um, you know, built her chops on brokering deals throughout the region as well. So it was really great to add her to the collective as well, because she offers an expertise that was lacking for a lot of us. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah. Can I also add yeah. to that? I think what I noticed about the rest of the members is that we all have access in different areas, like we have networks, some of them overlap, some of them are very um distant, but we can tap into each other's networks to mm-hmm. learn together. Um, so I think with Janine coming in, that she's that person. Like, oh, she's been there. She's made investments. Like, I want to learn from her. But I think we all have networks that we can tap into um, and leverage that, and and find um, those ways to invest in our communities, um, not in a philanthropic way. Because yeah. I do want to say that. Because all the women of Kaleidoscope have their own philanthropic um, and interests and yeah. desires. Mm-hmm. Um, so we are not coming together for for that. We are truly coming together um, as sisters and
0: to build that wealth. Mm-hmm. And I want to say that was like a moment that we had when yes. we had to explicitly name that this this is not a philanthropy effort. This is generational wealth building, knowing that each of us in our own ways, I mean, if you go back and listen to the podcast with Lauren and I, we talked about philanthropy in a a major way, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: but how embedded in us as Black women is almost this intuitive notion towards this is for everybody else and we wanted to be clear that we held one another accountable to make sure um that that can still be priorities for us individually but as a collective mm-hmm. um we we are set there i also want to talk about a little bit how we are the very example of breaking that trope that black women cannot come together without cattiness and without all the stuff that you know really for me stems from this very adolescent view of Black women Mm -hmm. as if we never you know uh, grow past middle school and 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 how some of us at least me like have gotten explicit messages throughout life around maybe not collaborating with other Black women because blah 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 Mm -hmm. and how One, how difficult it can be to have eight different, nine, eight to nine different people weighing in on a decision and how we do it beautifully. Because each person is bringing a perspective. Mm -hmm. I'm not talking about numbers. I don't do numbers. I contribute what I contribute and I let the number people do the number stuff, but I am the person that's like, have we thought about the, and it's always something that has to do with our emotions and our, mind. I bring me. And I think that is one of the most genuinely beautiful things. I don't got, I, there is a Shonda Sai seat. (laughs) at the table Mm -hmm. and I sit in my Shonda size seat and I bring what I bring knowing that everyone else is bringing what they're bringing and it makes this beautiful thing but I don't have to consider the numbers we got Mm -hmm. Ashley and we got Adrian who's Mm -hmm. gonna be like oh the number right and y'all we we can talk a minute about the rollout we had when we went public I had nothing to do with that and um when I say the coordinated effort that wasn't me all I had to do was boom, boom, boom and post, right? Lauren <laughs> took care of all of that. You it know was so I mean? easy.
1: It was oh, my God. You know what
0: I mean? We- Luna is, what is she, miscongeniality? Yes, yeah, she is. G- I mean, just the ho- thinking about like hospitality and all these things and notes. I don't take notes. No, Desiree takes a really good notes, right?
1: Excellent. So notes. I think
0: there is something to be said about. We, as Black women, often um, are in environments where we have to be all and do all and be the one that's thinking of everything and people are coming. And it, it, it is a relief to come in community knowing that you just got to do your part and that everybody's going to do their part and the collective effort is going to be beautiful, but you can just be yourself. So I just wanted to throw that out
1: there, too love that thank you so much for sharing that so we went public yeah we did on what was the date uh july 15th Mm -hmm. man that was a month it was a month ago today yeah
0: i know it's been (laughs) a while by the time y'all hear this it'll be a couple weeks past but it's fine (laughs) (laughs) at the time of this recording a month that went really fast and Mm -hmm. so you know um when Adrian was talking about our overlapping networks, what was amazing, because I have been off personal social medias for a, for a few months. Um, my assistant still does my business stuff, but I came back to post we had this very it was art it was architected (laughs) that's a word today it It was orchestrated and architected by uh (laughs) lauren of architect and y'all i mean if you follow my business social media it was posted there too but i need you to know that what you saw from my post, a four a four slide posting about myself, my involvement with Kaleidoscope. I want you to imagine that coming out synchronized at a synchronized time across mm-hmm. nine different people's platform. And I'm not talking about we all. Was like okay at ten o'clock we gonna all post and we're all saying something different or have different pictures. When I tell you, the synchronicity of that thing was gorgeous. And people who didn't know this thing was, a, there are very few people outside of us who knew the depth mm-hmm. of this thing that we were doing. As a matter of fact, if you listen to Lauren and I's podcast, we hinted towards it,
1: Yeah, we have, we but we didn't
0: that. explicitly talk about it. So we do know some of the same people. And I know what it looked like because I'm friends with everybody, how it hit the timeline and you're like, oh, was it, what is it? All of a sudden you got to pay attention because it's eight to nine people. Maybe you only know five and you're like, what is this thing? It was, it was social media genius is all I have to (laughs) say. Uh, Something of which is not my area, but to just be a part of it. And it was made so easy. Mm -hmm. Like we made a ripple. Because all of a sudden people are like, "What's the, what is? Oh, oh, oh!" And the feedback we got was like, I thought very supportive. So, what was that experience like for you all? I
2: enjoyed it. I, I will echo everything that you said, Shonda. Like it was so easy, and for me, it had to be easy because I was standing in the TSA line, thankful that the line was long so that I could actually post on time. <laughs> So I'm sitting there in the line, like, okay, that's one, two, three, four in that order. Let me make sure I tag everybody before I get to the front of the TSA line. And they're like, ma'am, ma'am, one second, let me just press post. So um, it, it was just so exciting to get all the notifications, all the tagging, seeing how everyone was just coming in, like, wow, this is so cool. Um, I I... Tend to use a lot more like LinkedIn posts and just to see the people say that this was inspiring and how cool it was that we just carved out the space
1: mm-hmm.
2: and just and just did it. So I think um, hopefully out of this, I just hope it encourages other groups of black women who were sitting on the sidelines, maybe you know hesitant about starting it, like we can show them
1: that it can be done. Yeah, together. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the biggest point, um, just showcasing that unity and, uh, collective community building, um, putting the campaign together is second nature to me. Cause mm-hmm. that's, that's my background. Like my whole background is really rooted in engagement spaces. What does it look like when voices and bodies come together and make something happen, um, that, that feels like they're being heard. So I I love that internally, the collective members of Kaleidoscope were like, this is easy. Thank you so much for making it so easy. But then the external validation that kind of came from the feedback was overwhelmingly warm and positive and gracious and kind. And to this day, I have meetings with clients who are like oh I didn't realize you were a part of this thing this is this is really dope oh we're so glad that we really hired you really get community and then um, that's really that's really wonderful to hear so um yeah the rollout was pretty dope it was it, it was superseded so <laughs> it superseded all of my expectations too like we I, <laughs> we had dinner with a friend a couple nights later and he was just saying dang y'all blew up the internet like every time I got on Instagram, it was something pink and then something was green and then something was yellow. (laughs) It It was awesome to hear that kind of feedback from a, from a guy who's actually a member of, uh, the, the, the all black men's, um, investment group, I rise. So it was, it was really cool that we were able to pull that off. Uh,
0: at it the was same so dope. Time. Time. Like That's I, you know, take a minute to just go to our IG page. Like it, it the coordination of it. I'm talking, y'all don't even understand. Like we had color, color, like we each had a color when we took the pictures. It wasn't when you are with Miss Madam President here, <laughs> there is no just. Oh, we gonna have a picture. I mean, we had assigned colors, yeah. and and you look at that, and it, nobody complained. It's fine. But then when you see like the grand plan
2: all behind
0: together. it all. I'm like okay like you was thinking about this last year right like mm-hmm. see that's that's not how my brain works um and I I, I absolutely love it how I also want to highlight this happens um the fir- it happens all the all the time but the first time I it conceptually happened for me was with Lizzo mm. Lizzo um became more popular And when her, when her popularity grew, there were people using the term overnight success. Mm
1: -hmm. And I'm
0: like, poo poo on you. There is Mm -hmm. no such thing. No such thing. By the time you recognize Mm -hmm. somebody and their popularity grows, they ain't new to this. They have been putting in work. They have been developing. And then, and so then I began to notice how many people, or there'll be someone I heard of, and then I'll go back and like three years ago, they had a tiny desk. <clears throat> a tiny desk. Um, What do you call it?
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah,
0: And you like, oh, they've been around. So I have been noticing like, no, in order to rise to levels of success where people notice people didn't just start this people have been putting in work. And I think that was the thing for us is that all of a sudden people were like, oh, oh, y'all just no, no, this is two years of dedication, strategy mistakes and learning successes, yeah. all of that, just yeah. because so, so it could appear like, oh, y'all just starting. No, that's, that's just not how, that's just not how that works. And yeah. so I appreciate just being a part of something that's like, you know, we've been doing this and it didn't, it wasn't like concealment, but it was just let's let's, let's figure out who we are. What is our internal identity? What are we, what are we trying to do? There was a lot of visioning. There still is. There's a lot of forecasting and, and all of that. And I I absolutely love it. So we've talked about where we've come from. Mm -hmm. We've talked about kind of where we are right Mm -hmm. now. Where are we going?
1: Yeah. So as you mentioned, we just crossed two years. Um, The date of our launch was also very strategic because that's the uh, July is our anniversary month. It's uh, so when all this stuff kind of culminated uh, in the, the the start of the pandemic in 2020. And, you know, we've been able to weather that storm for the, the last couple of years. So as we enter year three, um, I think we all have a much clearer focus on the types of investments we want to make because we just made our first one. And I'm really excited that we I know that is a, that's a that's a pure pure moment for sure. <laughs> um and I'm really excited that we were in a position to be able to do that based on our dedication and diligence and discipline um that created the conditions for us to cut a check. Uh I'm really excited for how we see that improve our local community. I'm also really excited to see what types of thread lines come out of that and what types of return on our investment will come on that too. Um, because that is the learning we all signed up for. We all signed up to say, look, I don't know how to do this but I'm willing to be in a learning space and um, concentrate that intelligence, like I said, and and figure it out. So from that first touch point, um, I hope that we can make more investments specifically in black and brown um uh entities that just need somebody to say yes to them um we we that's what we that's why we're all here that's what we care about
0: and um adrian as the person who taught me about um the stock market beyond my knowledge from trading places, which is where, uh, the only place that I had that knowledge before. And when we were, I had to learn about securities by talking about them as cookies, which was very effective by the way. Um, it, it was very, very helpful. I would like stop meetings be like, okay, wait, I think I get it. So this, and then this, and then this, we are like, yay. Right. Yes. So, um, where do you see, um, another option or not another option, but in your role, in your background, where, where do you see us when it comes to things like the stock market and, and those kind of investments?
2: Well, I think that we, one thing that I like about the group is that we are slow and steady in a good way. Not slow as in like dragging our feet, hesitant to make decisions. Like we are strategic,
1: Methodical. we think,
2: we ask questions and we're not, you know, we're not trigger happy. So I think the simple fact that we did a risk assessment um, for the whole group to understand the level of risk each of our members are willing to take as we go into these ventures sets us up to easily agree on how we want to invest in the stock market, which I feel like that is our next step. Now that we have um, made our first investment, we can start making investments in the stock market. We can continue learning. Um, as we take a portion of our money and put it in there. So I'm definitely looking forward to that because I know once we actually put money into the stock market, even another level of learning is about to happen because we will see it happen in action, not just what I'm talking about, what could happen. We'll see it in action. And I'm so excited to, you know, have more cookie conversations, um, however we need to
0: apply it. (laughs) I'm I'm down. (laughs) I love it. I love it. And, you know, from my vantage point in which I see most of the world is I really see us being such an amazing example of sisterhood, mm-hmm. coming together to do something as intimate and tricky as money stuff, as mm-hmm. wealth building in a way that maintains our individual and collective uh, integrity and identities. Yeah. yeah. And I also want to put it out there, too, that like... <laughs> This ain't a pyramid scheme. No. Like I, 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 you know, as as someone who didn't, who has learned so much in the last two years and will continue to learn about it, I had someone um, in my family approach me with like, "All you need is two hundred dollars and two people." <laughs>
1: No, we're not doing that. No, we don't subscribe. You
0: know, so I, don't I want to make sure that for those who be like, oh, somebody approached me. No, this is this is this is very different. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, if someone comes to you and says, here's an easy way to make money. I, I want you to pause. That's not and I, I want you to think about that. I want you to think about how easy it's been for you to make money in your life. And then all of a sudden somebody got something that you ain't known about. Right. So this is not an easy way to make money. There has been nothing easy there. It's been easeful, but this isn't about easy. And, you know, it could be, you know, oh, it's one of them groups. But when you recognize that. There's so much learning to do, so many conversations, so many perspectives. We're coming together to make very strategic, methodical moves. And this is not, um, this is the long game. That's another thing I want to say that we came in and we, we recognized and we have committed to the long game. This isn't about doing it quick and all of those things. And I really wanted to just share that because if you're unfamiliar with the various types of ways to invest, it could really sound like, Oh yeah, my cousin Pookie mm. was telling me about something like that. This, mm-hmm. this ain't what that, what, what that is. And I just wanted to make that distinction clear.
1: Yeah, no, I'm glad you did that. That is, is a very salient point. Um, investment clubs take a lot of different shapes too. uh, standing on the educational bus for just a minute like there are some investment clubs that are purely real estate based there are some investment clubs that are purely stock market um rooted and that's those are the only spaces they play in kaleidoscope is actively trying to vary its interests in its portfolio by um, investing in business owners as well as entities restaurants structures um, I won't say, I don't want to say mom and pop shops, but kind of like in that way, as well as learning the stock market and figuring out the ebbs and flows of um, its its various elements in play and um, building into community as well as well. So we're trying to play in a lot of different arenas, but we want to do it smart. We want to do it slow and steady, like Adrian mentioned, and we want to do it after it's been vetted properly because um, there is no such thing as a get rich quick thing. And we signed up pretty early on saying that we were committing to a number of years. And when when I say a number of years, like we're looking at five to seven years of working together. We're looking at maybe decades long of running a business, nine members strong, but running a business. And that means everybody pulling their weight and making sure that the success and sustainability of the business takes precedent and is at the forefront. So this is not a thing where you just kind of started with a bunch of friends that you know, it's a thing where there's i mean there's interviews involved and there's strategy involved and there's temperaments involved and we're we're getting together to to visualize and draft norms and practices and paperwork in the eyes of Ohio we're an operating structure um, of which we need to pay taxes. So like, that's a, that's a responsibility that we carry and don't take lightly.
0: Yeah, no, I appreciate that. And, you know, as I am closely tethered and connected to a sports guy, um, I, I think of um, mainly the NBA. I'm sure this happens across all sporting teams, but um, free agency is a big a big time period in the NBA and I know more about it than I would normally know. Um, But it is so interesting to be able to just kind of learn about, you know, these they're putting teams together and it's not just who's good or who, who can do this, but there are a whole lot of elements that go into figuring out what's going to make the optimal team. And sometimes you think that's going to work and then, you know, Kyrie be Kyrie you know what I mean? Or Kevin Durant <laughs> out here doing his thing, you know? So I, I, I look at the depth of what we're doing very much like that. Like we, we had to not just consider who's going to be able to pay that money every month. But who who's bringing things that we need? And it's not that there can't be overlapping things, but who's bringing something that we don't have? And as we opened up from our 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 um, founding eight and, and brought in our new member, that was a courting process. You know, we didn't just find somebody and be like, oh, she dope, let's bring her in. We were like, mm-hmm. wait a minute. We, we're, we're, we're we're grafting someone into a system that has to fit into the system, not just Mm -hmm. be cool with one person. So for months, multiple months, we were courting, she was courting us. Mm -hmm. We were doing one-on-ones, we were doing group stuff. We were, we were, we were doing that thing because we were saying, come get in bed with us.
1: Yeah. Basically.
0: For a long period of time basically, and, and that that's important. So I, I wanted to throw those things out there and make sure that was that, because I want people to know that it can be done. It is being done, but it's not being done lightly. No. And that's important. And so on a closing note, what kind of people should be who, not what kind of people should be, but like, if someone were going to reach out to us for some reason, who would be the people we would be like, yeah. You know, hit, check out our website, hit up our, our social media, who, who's the ideal people that, you know, would be coming our way. What do you think?
1: Yeah. Um, Adrian, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say uh, for me in my
2: seat, someone who is definitely willing to learn. Um, So if you can have that mindset of bo- actually both feeling that you have something to offer but also knowing that you have something to learn in that duality, that would be an ideal person um, that I think I would want to ha- at least have a conversation with. Individuals who are also grounded in community as well, because I think we, even in some of our conversations that aren't even related to investments, we talk about what's happening in the community and what's happening in the world. Um, so having someone who has their pulse on the community wants to learn, um, but has also feels like they have something to offer and and, and will sit in that and own that mm-hmm. would be an ideal person, in mm-hmm. my opinion.
1: Yeah, I agree. I echo all of that, plus um some some very specific skill sets that we are keeping an eye out for are people with uh an accounting background, ideally a CPA of some sort, just so we can balance the 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 heart with the logic um that a lot of big hearts in k- kaleidoscope and we have a solid foundational support of business savvy um but definitely want to bone that up with numbers people as well um and we'd love i think somebody with a legal expertise as well we do have some members who have that in their background as well but just somebody who's like sh- laser sharp focused on um business practices and entity development and um, All of those things would be great. Um, Other than that, I think, you know, we're a small but mighty group. And, you know, we've mentioned over and over again that we're measured and we're tempered and we're not moving at a lightning speed. We're moving at a pace that makes sense for everybody because this is everybody's livelihoods at stake. Um, So we're looking for people who understand that and get that and um, maybe carry a different perspective. Uh, but can can support that overall thread line
0: and those who are looking for investors
1: Mm -hmm. what kind
0: of what kind of what kind of of, of folks who are looking for investors would it make sense to reach out to us
1: let me understand your question would you say
0: like so people who are looking for someone to invest in them they're looking for investors <clears throat> and they're like oh I heard this podcast I heard they doing some investments maybe I should reach out are gotcha. there a certain type of person that be like yeah hit us up
1: yeah I mean I think I don't I think there's a um a hyper focus on um historically excluded communities so women black women brown women um uh and and business owners of the like uh I think we definitely have we definitely have that that's always a measuring tool. That's where we start. That's where we root a lot of our decisions because we're all Black women. Um, So we're looking to support each other in that way. I also like to throw in that we're looking for entities who have been doing this for a while. So what I know to be true is that we're not the first, we're not the last, we're not the only um, all women, all Black women uh, investment group. There are some in existence out there in the, in the, not only in the Cincinnati region, but in the world, I would love, I think we would love, love mentorship. I think we would love um, sponsorship. I think we would love advice and um, investment in that way as well to just share with us, like, Hey, I see y'all doing it. You guys are doing great. Here's what we did in year three. Um, And those are the types of types of learnings and best practices that I think kaleidoscope would appreciate as well so we're looking we're right you know like j cole we're uh middle brother did i say it wrong i probably said it wrong it's okay little brother i forget the name of the song andrew would know better than me but you know he looks up to jay-z as his big brother and he realizes that he's the middle brother for all the guys coming after him so basically that's what we are um but yeah that's what we're looking for yeah i love that um We ain't here saying we know it all.
0: As a matter of fact, we're here saying the opposite, but we're doing it. (laughs) We're doing it. And so, you know, I'm hoping that as listeners are listening, you know, they hear something and they like, oh, wait, I heard this. You should listen to this. Or you might know somebody who's doing their own thing and be like, y'all should connect and talk. Yes. Yes, we should. Because uh, so much about it is uh, community-based asset building, but learning and sharing, you know, there might be somebody who like, I'm thinking about starting it. Can we just have a conversation about what y'all did? Yes, for we sure. can. That's, that's sure. the reason that, you know, we're coming out on a platform like this to say, hey, this is it. And as always, like for the listeners, maybe it's not an investment group. Maybe it's something else. It can be anything from a book club to a whatever. And you've just been thinking man, I really want to do this, but I don't know. Community. Mm-hmm. put it out there what are you trying to accomplish and be able to make those decisions together and you can do some really amazing things because we have and we are mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. madam prez oh, adrian thanks. thank you so much um for sharing your time with me and my listeners is there anything in closing that either of you would like to just leave with the listeners um before
1: we finish up you can find us online uh at investkaleidoscope.com. I know kaleidoscope is a tricky word, but I always break it down like Kale, mm-hmm. I do, do scope. scope. I do and the same thing. That's the way that I remember <laughs> how to spell it correctly. <laughs> we're also on Instagram and LinkedIn. Um this is a this is a really great space that we're we're also leveraging uh for our pro- professional networks. Um, to showcase the versatility and um, many facets of who we are and how we show up
2: anything for you Adrienne? no i was just gonna do the shameless plug to find us on the on the interwebs
0: where can where can they find us but y'all did it y'all um obviously these things will be in the show notes i have never done kale I do scope, but I just spell it wrong three times until I get it right. But hello, thank you. I saved you some <laughs> Cause suffering. You, you did, because i I'd be like, I should know how to spell this by now, but my goodness, it gets tricky. So that's my bad. Uh, I'm sorry. Y'all. No, I, I appreciate
1: it. I, <laughs> I want to change the name. name all the time. Just, kidding. just get Just a good it name. Serious. It's a good name.
0: <laughs> um, and yeah, I just want to share um, just how amazing it is to be in community with you ladies and the rest of the ladies. You know, I, I share it often. I really do, Um, usually through tears that um, I appreciate how much much it means to be a part of this group and we out there doing it, y'all. So head over to the website, to the social media stuff. If for nothing else, to look at the dope continuity and rollout that Ms. Brands put together um, for our public existence Um, and yeah if you got questions you can reach us through our website and somebody will definitely get back with you Mm -hmm. Um, and so I want to give a special shout out to Trey Angel who does the music for the Labors of Love podcast and to my producer Jason from Instant Classic Media don't forget that you can reach me with suggestions for content or guests on my website www.thelaborsoflove.com I'm on all the major social media outlets if you're not following me on tiktok yet what are you doing i mean i'm there for y'all come on give me that follow on tiktok don't forget that my youtube channel has all of our therapy thursday videos and that um the podcast if you have you given me that five-star rating yet you can pause it right now give me that five-star rating go ahead and write a review and share the podcast with your uh your friends and your neighbors and everybody else until we connect again you all be well